0: Hello and welcome. Um, my name is Steve Pew. It's Monday the 28th of February and um, I do something called a growth strategy podcast where I try and introduce you to really interesting people from around the world who I believe have knowledge, advice, experience, stuff that can help real people in their kind of business or career. I say every week they're almost it's great to see people like Stephen Bartlett and Elon Musk and stuff kind of in the news and doing the interviews and stuff. But actually, for me, I like to speak to real people and to get into their journey and almost, you know, their story, how they got started, what they were like at school, that kind of thing. So my guest today, Chloe, someone I've wanted on for a while, really cool person. We've got so much stuff to talk about. Um, Rather than me kind of introduce it and then we'll do it again, I'm going to bring Chloe in. We've going to have a really kind of good conversation for the next 30 or 40 minutes. But if you want to get involved, drop a comment in the chat on any of the platforms. It should pop up on my screen. And then if we can, we'll ask as well. So Chloe, I'm just going to bring you in there we go um everyone can now see you and hear you hopefully
1: so don't don't swear is that what you're saying
0: you can swear it might take me off youtube
1: (laughs) (laughs) hey how you doing
0: how was your were you in london last week i saw on your socials
1: yeah i was it was really nice it was really really nice because um i've been there so much for business but um it was the first time i went as a fully
0: fledged tourist uh so yeah nice. it was it was really nice almost it's with um i still haven't been away properly since the pandemic started we've got a trip to america planned for june but it's almost I'm, i was jealous i thought oh you know seeing people go and do stuff i think now i, I treat it as like a luxury yeah. but actually we haven't had it for so long so i'm always Justin, how was your weekend do you have any time off this
1: this weekend yeah yeah this weekend yeah this weekend was good actually um getting back into fitness uh which uh, has been a little bit of a challenge uh but you i'm starting to get into the swings i actually spent like two days uh in the gym over the weekend nice. <laughs> which is uh which was really good and uh, yeah I, I, we've we've started taking one one day off where we just used to work 24 yep. yep. 7 uh lou and i so yeah um one day off and then the rest is is in the office so yeah it, it was good though we had a really good weekend how was your weekend more importantly um,
0: i was writing an investor pitch which is really silly i'm still not at the point so wonder have been going for four years is that right
1: yeah well this is our fourth year so we'll we, it'll be we'll be far in uh in just at uh, the end of summer
0: yeah because with the roadmap it's only been live for a year so i'm still on that hamster wheel of just Make it work make it work make it work make it work (laughs) but i i envy and both appreciate people that do get to the point of taking time off and i'm getting better but it was just um but that's the kind of thing that most people never talk about that you see a lot of stuff about hustle culture and work 24 7 but the truth is you can kind of sustain it for a while and and then it does catch up with you so it's very cool to see you take some time off um so would you be happy to give like a 30 second intro just who you are what you do and where you're from
1: That's so freaking lootly. Yes, I'm Chloe Clover. Uh, So I'm the co-founder and co-CEO of Wonder Films. Uh, So we we essentially create really cool content for brands um, and then help them push that out over socials as well. Um, And things have moved really, really fast for us. So uh, yeah, we're in quite an exciting space. Um, We've got a lot of huge plans coming up as well uh but yeah so that's 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 me myself and my business partner Lou uh set up Wanda and it's been an exciting journey
0: it's because what's quite funny is that with I started working on Teesside about 10 12 years ago and often it's the same faces and you know you Bill Scott and Sharon Lanes and all the really lovely great people and I, I just I just remember about two years ago three years ago you popped on the scene <laughs> and it was this kind of thing of like who you know inherently on socials you're like who's this and you start to pay (laughs) attention and then what's interesting is that you see you know a lot of people come in and fade away and Mm. then actually we hadn't really spoken until about six months ago maybe and it was just I knew when with the podcast I had to almost get to a point where I haven't invited you know I wanted to wait until it was good before I invited good people on because that's inherently kind of what i'm like but it was just you know so it's a pleasure to kind of speak to you and honestly, well,
1: that's class. thank you I, I saw you i saw you on socials too just so you know
0: <laughs> but it's one of those funny things is that when you see people's stuff i you know you can't interact with everything but it doesn't mean you don't see it and this yeah. is one of the things that you know used to not annoy me but where um you know you've got a massive following on socials but you'll know certain people will see your stuff but they won't like it But it doesn't mean that they don't see it or that they don't appreciate it. They just generally don't like stuff. But it is, you know, such a huge tool for growing audience and
1: you give you give away like i think people are really uh, have become really precious with with liking and commenting and things because mm-hmm. um because it's time and and time has suddenly become uh almost like a currency to us now even online like that's why uh, videos and stuff are, have to be really short and graphics it has to be like instant you, you have to you don't have time to spend on things anymore and you're getting saturated all of the time so it, with liking and, and commenting and stuff it, you you're essentially asking someone to spend a little bit of time on on you so you have to break that 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 barrier and make them want to give you that little bit of time even though it's like a tiny milliseconds but yeah and it it's almost like committing themselves to something isn't it so uh yeah but it's nice it's nice that people it's nice that people see it and and you start to build like that community of people that really do engage and interact and that's really nice as well
0: by the way i need to say this just as a fellow techie your hair light is fire at the moment the way it's coming off the back of your head as someone that goes into the same depth that nobody appreciates I it just it's the best set you have the best setup of anyone i've ever interviewed just it's it's, oh it's, it's ace it's, but most people don't get cameras and light of course you do but you know what i mean it's just but there's a real talent that when you see good stuff it's like it's ace i love it um one well, of the things
1: likewise, by the way yeah. uh, <laughs> that neon sign is fire so
0: yeah you know biggest mistake so basically i ordered it and it was from a company called custom neons and i knew i wanted it for youtube and stuff mm-hmm. i didn't think how heavy it'd be so it weighs almost 30 kilograms and Ouch. it's two meters tall and we actually had to go into the ceiling to like uh, properly attach it and it tended to being the biggest pig I've ever... Like, it's great now it's up, but if I ever move office, fuck me. It just honestly it was a nightmare. It
1: looks brilliant, though. But it you, looks really good. you got to tip for that, the right?
0: I, I, I think so. But, the, but one of the things is, and actually, you know, brands, Wanda has a really good, strong, distinctive brand. But when you're trying to build something that when people give you that half a second's attention when they're scrolling through... Mm-hmm. You need to create stuff like a stupidly sign and your graphics and be distinctive to stand out, just so it's that brand recognition. And I just yeah. know your view on that because obviously, I think a lot of people do fade into the background. There's a lot of sameness. Yes. That almost it's difficult to stand out.
1: It really, yeah, it is. It, like oh uh, yeah, it, it's it's a saturated market. Like it, it, it really is because uh, brands know that they need to be on social now. Um, and it, it was a little bit easier a few years ago when you didn't people really didn't really know so you you were really innovative if you uh if you if social was part of your marketing strategy but that's not the case anymore everybody's on there so yeah it it takes a little bit of something uh to to do something really special you're right in what you're saying i, I totally agree he, that brand recognition is everything and and we've worked um really hard on 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 that even even down the to tone and voice the way mm-hmm. that we the way that we write our copy <laughs> it's very it's very unique to us um, and our the way that we uh, create content, create videos. We have our own stamp on mm-hmm. uh, on creating video content. That it's really interesting that now people are starting to emulate that as well, which is really cool. It's really cool to see that other people do that. So yeah, it, it's you have to be unique and you it has to represent your brand, mm-hmm. um, personal brand, business brand, whatever that is. But being different,
0: it's it's a real fine line. It's when, as long as you're authentically you, it's like I know you know. There's going to be some people that hate me, but then they're just not my target customer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. It's but I think what you get sometimes is that when people who are a bit vanilla want to be outrageous, and it's like yeah, but that's not authentic. And part of the reason why when we spoke before we came on air, that I love about podcasts is that you get to get a vibe off people and you get tone of voice and you see what they feel like and they sound like and you hear about the weekends and you're into the fitness but you get to (laughs) learn stuff about them that actually over time they'll like you more because oh yeah i see your thing and then you might bump into someone next week and say how's the fitness going but you get a much greater form of content and stuff than Mm -hmm. if it was just images for instance you know where you're not really getting your stuff across
1: you do, and you you feel when it's when it you you feel when it's not authentic. You feel when it's not the real them. Like you can yeah, you can
0: yeah. you can
1: so- tell your audience isn't stupid. Do you know what I mean? Like they they. He, he, you you feel like because you're behind a screen maybe that um, you you can put anything out there but but really it it's still you it, yeah, it's yeah. still you in a conversation between you and somebody else it's just happen happening through uh, a digital platform but it's still a conversation and it's still important to be authentic and uh, you know. Uh, if if quotes and, and inspiration and stuff if that is it, it, part of your message and and you really feel passionate about that then that'll come through and and that'll work for you but if you're just doing it because you've seen somebody else do it then it won't work like it just won't work
0: you know who else is slaying at the moment i think it's a client of yours lee flanagan uh, oh
1: yeah wasn't he? yeah he's a good guy
0: but it's the fact that what you know again i discovered him on socials and i know he does little bricks and stuff but it's and I tell you what, his consistency is insane. So I do this most Mondays. I do my Friday thing and I clip it all up and go to. But I do two main things a week. Sure. I swear he does ten things every day. Boof, boof, video. But it's him, and then some people love yeah. it. So, but it's the reason why his following and profile will grow mega quick is because he's doing it. Does that make sense? As well, a lot of people kind of they do one post once and hope it'll catch. You.
1: Yes. Right yeah you have to be committed and you have to have consistency uh we yeah there bespoke and lee uh lee as a personal brand are both clients of ours and it's definitely something that we've um we've worked we've worked really hard at we've worked really hard at um building that that uh social confidence mm-hmm. um and it's just it's it's amazing to see it's, it really is amazing to see but it, the mindset is 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 not i need to post this many times a day the mindset is um these things are happening in my life and I want to share them with people and and that it's 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 so different
0: yeah cool um so on the podcast I love to share people's journey partly because I'm just I love learning and meeting different people but likewise that when I was at school I kind of I went and did engineering but I didn't really know what it was and then my uncle had a business but I didn't really know anything about business but the point is what I love to do is almost Go back into people's journey from school and stuff because actually, there might be people in Middlesbrough now or Ghana or Ukraine or wherever that Mm. kind of is interested in getting into film, say, and they see this and they resonate with you, and it's almost real people's journeys that actually, you know. So, what were you like at school?
1: Oh dear. Um, This is a really good question. Uh, I actually dropped out of school when I was 15. So yeah, my, my school journey was, was really different to, um, to other people's to what would be the stereotypical journey. I had a a bit of a rough ride, lots of ups, lots of downs, but ultimately it just didn't work for me.
0: Like
1: being, uh, it, it just had been come i guess being confined and uh it was all driven around uh tests and exams and uh and being told what to do which i've never really enjoyed uh and it just yeah it didn't work i tried it again actually because I, I i um i was always a little bit weird as well i was always alternative and opinionated, and <laughs> all of those things but uh so i i actually I dropped out at 15 um but i was quite good at school which is the weird bit so i i still sat my exams even though i wasn't attending anymore and I, and i um got good grades so i could go straight into the northern school of art and I, and i did fine out um and uh i dropped out <laughs> it just the same it's the, the same thing it just didn't that structure it just didn't yeah. work for me um and then but for instance then, for yeah.
0: anyone who's 14 15 16 now that isn't feeling school mm-hmm. what i was told was if you don't go to uni you're not going to amount to shit and almost your life's over so everything was you were shitting yourself about your gcse's your a-levels you're panicking the pressure it was just but the point is when it's fair to say you've done quite well
1: <laughs> thank you but actually <laughs> but
0: you know so if someone who watches this that might be in that current space that i imagine it wasn't you know it's, it's easy to look back and say oh it, it was a I'm doing really well now but I imagine there was certain points when it was you didn't know what was going to happen next kind of thing
1: yeah I absolutely I I didn't know what I always knew that I was going to do something I wanted to to do something big like I knew that I wanted to do that I never knew what it was like and I knew that I was really creative but I didn't know how to apply that to um to to my life I suppose and so yeah so I, I guess um there's there's so many routes to, to your end life. And, and it's just about finding the one that, that gets you where you want to be uh, in, in a, in a way that you enjoy, I, I think. Uh, and there's so many different ways to enjoy life. Like you just, you don't have to be, you don't have to have a business. right? you, you don't have to, it's just about what you want out of life and, and finding the right way to get that. And yeah, I was, floating around for a little bit not really understanding what it was that I was going to do and what I wanted to do but um eventually I, I sort of I got to a space where I, I just realized that I wasn't very happy I like, like I said dropped out of school dropped out of college and got a regular job and and it I just was in a place in my life and I was like what am I doing you get you get one try one mm-hmm. go and i'm wasting it and um yeah that was the moment that everything changed and um lou and myself got a one-way ticket to the other side of the planet and started wonder films so yeah
0: because <laughs> i must have i've read the article uh in northeast times it was about you and i was going to segue onto the travel thing so you're good at this it's really so, <laughs> but, so the would you like to tell people almost how you came up with the business where the name comes from and how you almost got started
1: yeah of course like uh so wonder films uh came from uh wondering right wanderlust um lou and i bought that one-way ticket we sold everything we owned we we worked gosh about three four jobs each uh to save up to to go and figure our lives out so we so we did that and it was while we were in australia that we um worked on some tv stuff on in sydney and and that was like uh, like we lou had studied television and film mm-hmm. and uh i'd always been in uh the creative i, I did photography I, I did some filmmaking as well and i was always like really i was in painting and fine art and stuff like that so it just worked I i was uh assistant director and and lou worked on sound and it was just it was an amazing experience and that was the moment we're like right buy a cheap ass camera and a, and a cheap ass laptop uh and let's just go and do this so we did we started traveling um around all through australia and southeast asia and approaching businesses to create like really good content for them um, and it, sometimes we would just do like a service swap and, mm-hmm. and when we started, we started to get paid for it and that was really cool and then it, like we we managed to save up a, quite a, like a, a good chunk from doing that and we got to the point where we were like we could do this forever like this is, it's, it's amazing like what a, what a life but it's not like we really wanted to grow it we really wanted to do something like really special we we wanted to see how far we could take this thing so we came back home at side and and plowed everything in a growing wonder uh so yeah which was scary
0: <laughs> it, it's a class story though because it? it's that balance of like the, the bravery to i've never been i've traveled a lot but it was always been on like fixed trips the whole idea yeah. of just like a one-way ticket i i remember at uni i was like oh, i'd love to do that and it's just but i, I really admire that and it's almost the spirit that fuck it I'm going to try it if it works great if it doesn't well you know you've got nothing to to lose and then when you came back I guess it's how did you get started I guess was it you and Lou to I guess start knocking on doors and talking to people and
1: yeah absolutely so we um moved in with my mum (laughs) Uh, so we moved back into my home um and worked from there uh it was it was really it was it was really tough at first because it it wasn't as if we'd been in the world of of agency Mm. while we'd been here like so we didn't have any contacts in the business tea side and uh and you know whatever region you're in this there's, there's, there's business clicks and yeah. we weren't part of that we had nothing to do with any of it so that was it, it was tough but we we did we just um we knew that we had something really special and we knew that we really wanted to do something so we started reaching out to to anyone that would that would listen to us um and anyone that would meet us for coffees and all of that stuff and yeah we we were actually really fortunate um we did get a break when we um uh there's a there's a uh, like something called Launchpad in mm-hmm. in T side and it helps startups um, and they were mad helpful for us like really early on we got a space in in their in in their uh, office building um, and it, and that sort of introduced us to all the startups around that were doing the similar thing to us and it was um, it, yeah so so that break helped us a lot.
0: Do you ever miss the kind of uh, hustle side to it? You know the kind of like you think oh fuck our money runs out in two months let's just we have to make this work otherwise yeah. we're in trouble Do you ever it's weird that? i was
1: thinking about that earlier actually <laughs> yeah, i was actually thinking about that earlier i was thinking about how different it is um how different it is now uh when leads are coming in and stuff like that and um you know when our team is now uh 15 16 so it's like i was just sat here and i was like oh my god like it's just like a, there's no there isn't like a chase there used to be a like a chase like mm-hmm. you're saying like a hustle and it, it's the the it, your mindset changes to um the bigger things that you that you're looking at and uh less of like the you need these into to sort of pay the bills and you it's just so it's so different but it, it's it it's nice <laughs> it's nice not having that pressure is nice but there's bigger pressures now so yeah, yeah.
0: cuz one of the questions i was going to ask you about is that with i think cuz we're both obviously into photography and video but i think people think that you need mega expensive kit to make good stuff and i don't know your thoughts on that
1: yeah that's an, that's an interesting one well i mean if you look the, the the generations coming through are all content creators now right so you you can see what you can do on a phone so if you can do that on a phone do you need really expensive kit no but it depends on the content that you're creating if you're mm-hmm. going to create for um tv or streaming platforms and stuff like that then yes you do so it just it, you've got to think of your audience and your platform and then and then have a look at it how relevant it is but i would say that you know it's always good to get as good as you can afford
0: mm-hmm. I always find it funny that with have you ever had anyone like send you show reels and stuff that you've just seen it from scratch and that you just blown your socks off kind of thing because that talent I love it one of the things that I love about marketing and creative stuff is that you can't fake it so if someone's crap you can look at their stuff and you can see it's not very good and I just I love seeing people And you know part of the reason I reached that was when you see people and you're like that's really good and I just I yeah. love that kind of element to what you do and what people do.
1: Yeah, totally, and and, and likewise, likewise, uh, like your content is is like that next level of of, of content, and it, it's it is it's really nice to see that. What's really nice as well is seeing is is having someone send us some stuff, and it it's it's not perfect, but there's something in it, and you can see that there's it's the, the magic. there's that, yeah there's that little bit of spark and you're like oh like that is they've they've got something and then and and then watching that grow as well is just uh like nothing beats that feeling it's so nice
0: so Wanda's been going for four years or so now yes what is it for you that you think makes you special kind of in the market
1: A question um i think uh do you know what we've just been talking about really but our probably the the culture and authenticity of 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 us and what we do like we're unapologetically ourselves like and and we we put a little bit of ourselves in everything that we do and, mm-hmm. and i think that that has uh People really like that. They have really liked the, um, that we're a little bit a little bit weird, and that we do things in a very uh, in a very us way. And I, I think that's and things we think about the world a little bit differently. Um, and we've got a really really special team. Like on stake, our team is 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 unbelievably talented, and that that counts for a lot. I think.
0: So you you. I was gonna say it's just it's really funny that with you know does it feel a bit weird to see your face on magazines and I, I see on your socials a little bit because let's face it at certain point you dropped out of school you came yeah. back with a the, i want to start something up, and i don't really fit into the T side clique then suddenly you're the poster girl of that kind of does that, does that ever feel weird yeah, yeah yeah it does feel really weird uh yeah it
1: does feel really really weird um uh it's i think it it's it, because like it, even i wouldn't have expected that to have happened mm-hmm. if that makes sense like it, 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 i'm so different we're so different like he just uh if you even at the like the tease businesswoman awards for example if you look at the previous uh, super inspirational like incredible women mm-hmm. that have, 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 have had that title and then you put me in there it just doesn't look like it just doesn't work so yeah it's 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 strange i don't think you'll ever get used to seeing yourself on the front of a magazine that's for sure yeah, but, it uh, but it's, but it's amazing.
0: Like, that's that's a goal for me i'm you know your are tears above where i am but it's i think you need to have the ambition to do it but i can also imagine it's a bit weird it's yeah. in, in a nice way but like it's. Yeah. Just, do you ever get stopped where, you know, people in business events know who you are? I guess it's that brand awareness of just... I'd, yeah, yeah. It's,
1: it's, it's, yeah, it's really nice. It's it's like, it's an amazing feeling uh, because I think uh, often people feel like they already know mm-hmm. us, uh, so because, because we're so out there and the followers and they followed our journey for quite a while that um, sometimes people might not, uh, don't realise that we actually haven't met. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but it's but it's again like like how like i couldn't like how i can't i can't express how grateful i am for to have that like it's that's really really special
0: but the thing is for both of us it's almost where it didn't happen by accident it happened because years of hard work to go out and create stuff and put it out there and then keep doing it when nobody else is watching so for instance on youtube i'm approaching 800 videos and it's just it's that hustle that someone someone yeah, someday will be like oh yeah he just got lucky overnight success it's like no no i've been doing this for 10 years and it's the same with you it's that balance of where it's going out there being yourself and then just keep going just keep going
1: consistency yeah absolutely and it's <laughs> it's like it's the ones it's it's the people that do it when there's no reward for doing it mm-hmm. that that really make something like it's it you do you've got yeah, you do you've got to love it because uh yeah sometimes sometimes it's hard and, and and sometimes uh you know when when you have when you're so open and you're so online and uh and you're very vulnerable mm-hmm. and you, you you're in a very vulnerable place and you are putting yourself out there and, and there's reasons that you that you're doing that and and they're all good things but sometimes that can attract uh some negative things as well and so yeah it's uh it's something that you've got to really be passionate about doing
0: can i ask you about schools i know you do a lot of talks in schools to inspire kind of young people and stuff why is that kind of important to you
1: probably because um because i found that route so difficult and i think that yeah i just it just feels like i was lost for a really long time and i really i, I want to help that generation and, and help those those uh students and young people help them see that there is something mm-hmm. else out there and and they don't have to be perfect right then and and they can make mistakes and but it doesn't. It doesn't. What you do in in that life in that moment doesn't define your future, and and I think that that's really important. And when I was when I was that age, there wasn't any there wasn't anyone that that I could see that that was like me, mm-hmm. you know. There yeah. was, and I and I think having. Um, having visibility to to someone that looks like you and sounds like you and um has been through similar things to you i think that's really important
0: i must have with i interviewed doug dimwiddie who i know you know on my yes. digital two weeks ago i think and when he was sharing his story and actually before him, there's been a few people often people have had elements of challenge in yeah. their life often go into entrepreneurship because you've almost you know what it's like to not have it and you know how the hustle is but actually it's that balance of where at some point the school system wasn't working for you but i never had that grown up you know the kind of role models or the foresight on different stuff so i think it is kind of super important
1: yeah i think so i think yeah it's there's um it's a lot there's, there's a lot changing now there's, there's a lot more inclusivity in, mm. in um in society in, in that generation i think you know uh gender fluidity and you, you really can you really accepted uh with who you want to be um but it, but it's still it's still not easy it's still challenging there's there's additional challenges that come with that and uh it, just because just because you can be who you want to be it doesn't mean it's easy to do that mm-hmm. um and obviously all of the pressures of social now it, it just it was just coming in when i was uh, going through school and i can't could you can you imagine what it's like to be in school now with with there's no escape because of social media there is no escape for for that generation so i can just imagine how hard that that can be for some people sometimes
0: yeah okay it's I, i'm 38 now so i'm old, old as anything but it's just the i'm with you that i remember the first time i ever discovered the internet this was in 1996 and it was just it blew my mind but it was just the idea of now so say if you were getting bullied at school in the 90s when i was at school you go home you're probably okay now with mm-hmm. phones and it could be fake oh, it would be awful and it's that bounce I just
1: wouldn't end yeah there's there's no escape from that none it, and yeah. yeah it's it must be it must be really really difficult and and not even like the not even like a just a a bullying aspect which must be horrific to live through that now but then there's also the like a the, the aspirational aspect of it, like mm-hmm. everyone's so perfect online. The, the the it's not real anymore. There's 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 not you can't see real people with that look real. Like it's it's all perfect and polished, and you see what people want you to see. And and, and having to live up to those standards must mm-hmm. be um really difficult to to get your head around at that age. I must
0: say before we came on, Ermy and Chloe we were talking about how. It is different doing stuff live as we're pre-recorded. But for that very reason, I like the authenticity because if I fumble my words, you see, or you know, it's yeah. that, but I think it's it's more trustworthy than we've probably both made videos where you can do like 20 takes and you try and pick the best one. But for me, after <laughs> you've done like 10 you're dead behind the eyes you're not passionate in what you're saying it's almost yeah. the fact that you have to do it perfectly you know perfectly but do it well once for me it's just better i mm-hmm. just kind of prefer that um, can i ask you about the forbes thing
1: yeah of course yeah, yeah. yeah. so oh. this
0: was super impressive because what i was find funny is that you have a, a northeast business community and certain people pop out and they have awards and you kind of expect to want well, but when i saw this this is Quite a big deal so what you were listed in the forbes 30 under 30 for 2021 how did that feel yeah.
1: so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's still it's still bizarre uh well i, I don't know because i don't it's hard to it's hard because you don't want to say like mm. unbelievable even because because it that I don't know like you shouldn't say that you should feel you should feel really confident and, and and brave and bold to be able to say like oh yeah like it feels mint and it does feel mint but it sometimes it's like it's hard to get your head around and think like like that's just that's nuts that's one of those it's one of those things that it, it like that you you would talk about always wanting but very few people would actually get like it's just it's it's crazy so um yeah it blew it blew my mind
0: do you ever i guess it's
1: a short way of saying that
0: what you know when you set up what yes. was the dream
1: <laughs> yeah so, we, so when when we were actually we were writing goals on 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 the beach uh before just before we came back and, we and were do you writing, still
0: have them or were they on your phone
1: uh we still have them Mm. yeah we do i know uh so we yeah and and uh getting on the Forbes state to 30 was was on that list um which is mad uh so was a ted talk so when like i almost did that last year i did uh the bright ideas gathering which was same people but yeah so uh it it was it's crazy right it's crazy
0: because what's the dream now 10 years ten in ten years time, where would you dream of being?
1: um we're on the we're on the cusp around the cusp I can't talk about it too much at the minute, but we're on the cusp of um if one another one of those dreams oh, of uh come into fruition and mm. as soon as it does i will uh yeah i don't know
0: about you but it's almost where i have ambitions about what i want to do and mm-hmm. i don't tell anyone because if i told them they'd be like steve you're a nut job or you're an arrogant prick but i know where i want to be <laughs> And I'm working really, really hard in in a good, honest way that I want to give value. Mm-hmm. But actually, I'm, I still want to be there, but it, I'm scared. Like I never. Of course you do. But and that, but it's that kind of. You've got to set those goals because you're never going to hit. What's the Michael John thing? You miss every shot you don't take. So if you don't aim for that, you're never going to get there. So it's almost, but it's it's like you feel bad even telling people. So I don't. I don't even tell my wife what my goals are. <laughs> I just how was work? Yeah, good. And I'm just <laughs> and I just but to see you tick off stuff that you originally set as a goal is pretty cool
1: thank you yeah I, I, it, I think that's why it's important probably to have um, to have peers uh, if, 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 if you are leveling your mindset around you so that you you don't feel uh like you've got um like a a mad ego for Mm -hmm. saying that you you want to do this thing or you want to be on there or you want your business to be turning over like five million in in five years or whatever it is like it's you you have to have ambition You, you have to have like those big ass goals that, that you want to achieve because you have to visualize that you're going to actually get to the place that you want to be other people can have that right mm-hmm. if, if someone else can have that shit why can't you because you because you can you just need to go out and, and 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 get it and and focus on it and and drive for it uh i did a I, like um i, I did a talk or a or, or post uh last week actually and I, and I and i think i said that i was like it's not ego it's business like mm-hmm. and, and and those things need to they, they there's, there's there's bad connotations around ego right but you 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 have to have that because it, that is that's you getting out of life the things that you want and and why else are you here obviously to help other people as well <laughs> but it's having ambition is never something that um you
0: should apologize for cool i like this this is my favorite interview by the way and i've done 90. <laughs> this is cool. thank you um so i have a section which is near the end uh where i've used to kind of set questions and these get clipped up, they all get clipped up and goes onto youtube it's got its own kind of section um are you happy to share what's the best piece of advice you've ever had
1: <laughs> yes this is an interesting one. Uh, I'm probably supposed to be fast on these fast questions, but... Uh, That's right, we to it, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. the, the best piece of advice that I ever had was when I was told that I needed to wear um, a business dress and speak more appropriately um, if I was ever going to be taken seriously. Um, and it was the best piece of advice that I ever had because i was like that made it very very clear to me that that was not what i was going to do and I, I knew in that moment that people either get your other they don't and if they don't then move on and, and and we did
0: can i share something when i was 17 18 i was meant to be going to uni and basically i was groomed to go into construction which i did do but i kind of grew up in liverpool and that was I, did, I used to have a really strong scouse accent and it was my uncle actually said to me look Steve you're good at what you do but you need to lose the accent because nobody will ever take you seriously if you sound the way you sound and I what was really Mm -hmm. funny is that when I went to uni I was around loads of posh, rich kids that I felt really out of depth anyway yeah but over the course like four years I was I think I did do it on purpose I was trying to just change the way my voice sounds and what was it quite funny was it was only when fast forward 10 12 years until I'd achieved a lot of stuff that I wanted to I realized actually I didn't need to do that but it was almost mm-hmm. where the advice i was given was if you have a northern accent nobody's gonna take you seriously which is wrong and i think it's just it's so i was just resonating when someone said to you you need to be a certain way that actually now i've relaxed into it a lot more purely because when you're working with a business and a team full of people it's great to be able to work with the ceo but actually the guys on the shop floor you can relate to exactly. in a way that if you were super posh you can't does that make sense so actually yeah, your background and roots give you like a superpower that other people don't have but i got similar advice so i love that you told them to fuck off and it was just be yourself <laughs> which is
1: yeah, because it, and, and and again it's like it sounds like i think this this uh interview should be called authenticity uh <laughs> by the way because because that's what it is like it, it's like you can if you're trying to hide a part of yourself then how can you ever be fully yourself right and and as you say like you being you is your biggest superpower it's the one thing that you have that nobody else has like you are you and nobody else will ever have that so that's that that's your that's your thing that's your driver so yeah screw them i mean sorry that's your uncle but uh, so, like...
0: I, I said the same and what so actually just fast forward a bit is that when so i went through uni graduated i was working overseas in construction in jamaica It was really good job that everyone thought I was amazing at and I hated it my soul wasn't there and there was a certain Mm -hmm. point luckily there was a 2008 global recession but anyway but I said look I'm I'm quitting I'm going back to England and it was that I did confront my uncle and said look it's not for me but it took that difficulty to kind of be myself and -hmm. it's you know when everyone's expecting you and trying to make you it's a bit like have you seen Encanto? uh rose yeah i need to watch it there's a girl who makes flowers and everyone expects it to be perfect all the time and not to ruin it but there's the same point in the film where she's like i just want to be myself but i think sometimes you need to go through that. So i went through that at 24 and actually that kind of set me on the path that i think i should have been on but it you know confronting the people that put you in a box and actually saying "Look, i don't want to do that Mm -hmm. i think it's quite cool um the other question is that if you were to give advice to your younger self and you could pick you at school, you traveling, you last week, whatever you want. What would it be?
1: I think um, I think I, trust your gut. Trust your gut. I think um I there's been there's been many times in my life where I things haven't gone quite right and it and it and um and I knew that it wasn't gonna go right. Like if I really think about it, I'm I'm really new, and and I think that most of us do. Uh, we know when something in, in either, you say it in hindsight, right? In hindsight, I should have known that, but I think at the time you probably did, and you did it anyway. Um, so I think I think one of the one of the most the, it's really brave. One of the bravest things that you can do is to really trust your gut and go with yourself, and and uh, it's that's when you can do that. That's really really powerful
0: um is there anything you would like to talk about our before we go oh it's a
1: good question why don't you come on our podcast i would love to, to although
0: it? i'm not at the caliber of dean benson or the other guys so it's you know <laughs> i know how the hierarchy works but it's I w- I'd, I'd be delighted to but the um yes. no i'd love to because again one yeah. of the things that i try and do for this is that it's just i've on the course on the roadmap i have something called lead actions which is basically i know if i'm aiming there There's certain things that um, I need to do to get to that point. And one of them is try, invite people onto my podcast, but actually if you can get onto new audience and just be honest with different people so i would yeah. love to if you'd have me but you can retract the offer i won't judge you <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: i would i would love you to come on uh, yeah we've got the beat the scroll podcast and it's all about content creation and yeah it would be i would be honored if you would come on that would be really cool
0: no cool would you like to plug any of your socials or anything before we finish
1: yeah, I mean, of course, like it's 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 always amazing to um, to connect with people. So if anyone does want to connect and wants to reach out, then you can find me Chloe Clover on LinkedIn. You can follow Wonder Films on all of the social platforms. That's really cool as well. Um, but genuinely, it's just really nice to meet new people and hear new stories. So that'd cool. be
0: cool. Well, thank you for your time today. I've really enjoyed it. Thank Honestly, you. I've done like 19 interviews. This is my favourite. And, uh, do
1: you know that's really bold though, right? But do you say that's for everybody?
0: No. Well, let's face it, if I did, they'd see it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. yes. But oh, it, this it, is this has been mine as well. This was really, really cool.
0: No, cool. Well, I appreciate your time. um I know how busy you are and stuff. And honestly, you know, it'll be a pleasure just from afar to see your success and stuff over the next few years. And then one day in 10 years' time, we'll both be on the TEDx stage in California, the big one, the proper yeah. one. Yeah. And it's like, how do you remember when? you know time and that's the beauty for me about youtube is that there's videos on there that i literally made like 15 years ago and i love looking back to look how bad they are and even when the pandemic hit when i learned to stream in my spare bedroom with pandemic hair and the quality is terrible but i kind of love because you see the progress and then you know just seeing where wonder films is going to be in two years time or five years time or 10 years time is quite exciting um cool well thank, thank you for you. your time uh stay in touch and i will speak to you soon Cheers, Steve. All right. Cheers. Bye-bye.